Listener Production. Hello, listeners, and welcome to our This Is Your Lifestyle 200th episode clip spectacular. Extravaganza. Extravaganza. <laughs> we hope you enjoy this little walk down memory lane. Enjoy the stroll. For the 200th time, take it away, my dulcet toned Adonis. <laughs> Hello, listeners. Welcome back for a special episode of Just the Gist, a bi weekly podcast in which Rosie Waterland and I, Jacob Stanley, give you normally just the gist of what you need to know about a story we think you'd find interesting enough to discuss and share at a dinner party. But this time around, because we've hit a little milestone... It's just the gist of our favourite thing, us! <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 200! So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to do a little uh, classic clip show for you. You know when you're watching your fave, like, sitcom or whatever, and then they, like, go... The nanny did it perfectly once every few seasons they'd get about five minutes into the show and then all of a sudden she'd be like, remember when? And they'd cut to something and you'd go, oh, it's a clip show. But this is a good one. So we're going to, you know, take a little walk down memory lane, like in those classic clip shows, like, you know, oh, just the gist. Remember when Jacob thought COVID wasn't real and that kind of thing. <laughs> we're going to be revisiting some of our favourite moments. Uh, it's going to be fun. We're going to go back to the start because, I mean, we've got so many new listeners now and I guess um, we've grown from some a tiny little thing to a big, big thing now. It's crazy to us how big this has gotten, how many listeners we have, how many downloads we get, um, which I struggle to keep track of. Um, countries that people are from, UK, South Africa, we're growing a, big, a base in Japan. Like, um, France, like ever, New Zealand, everywhere. We've like listeners all over the world. Um, and it just started off as a little thing where I was like, I want to tell interesting, cool stories that don't go on forever. So they're like manageable. What do you call it? Digestible. Digestible. And, um, yeah, a lot of different iterations, a lot of different, like tried different co-hosts to see how it would work. And, then in the end, I was like, you know what, Jacob, you have some spare time occasionally because you were working in a high-powered executive position. And I said, look, I just need someone to laugh at my jokes. You can do that, right? Come in for an hour every week. So I've been faking it for decades. Hey, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of started off with just me telling you stories and you reacting to them. Um, and then COVID happened and you had left your job and I was like, Jump on board. Come promotion. Co-host. I do less work. You have something to do. Lucky me. And we did start off doing recaps of The Bachelor, which a lot of people ask about that. Like, how come this show about called Just the Gist, where you tell cool, interesting stories, the first like 12 episodes or whatever, Bachelor recaps? Mm. And that's because if you're not from this country or like you don't care about things that happened a decade ago, I wrote Bachelor recaps of The Bachelor Australia that were really quite massive mm. in Australia and um, built. I built a bit of a profile. It really kind of made my career writing those recaps for a few years and um, people were desperate for me to come back and do them again and I always said no, I always said no. And then when I decided to start this podcast, I thought, well, <sighs> cynically, a good way to get a whole lot of listeners right up front is to recap The Bachelor because I know that's what everybody wants me to do. So we'll just recap The Bachelor a little bit at the start and then go bait and switch. <laughs> Different show, but you're already here. It was a gateway drug and now you're hooked. And then we switched to proper stories and we had breaking news in there because at the time, like I said, Jacob was so busy in his high-powered job, he literally did not read the news. So that just came from me wanting to teach you things about that's going on in the world. And even though you no longer have that high-powered job, you still don't read the news. So I keep doing breaking news for you. And recently we decided to break that off into its own show and then we won a podcast award and all the things happened and now we're here. 200. <sighs> so um, shall we go into the... Um, the clips? The classic clips. Shall we roll the tapes? Shall we roll the tapes? Roll them.
just the gist production. This first little memory lane clip mm. package we're going to play package. is, that's what it is, is the evolution of breaking news. Mm. So this was uh, at the start of Dee Dee and Gypsy uh-huh. when we decided we wanted to like tell the story each week but then maybe at the start, you know, have five minutes of headlines or us just chatting and then it turned to like 10 and then 15 and then 20 and then people were like, we're not here to listen to you, where's the story? And so then we uh, made it its own show so we could just talk as much as we wanted about ourselves and poop. Um, But, yeah, I guess March 2020 was the very first one at the start of... Didi and Gypsy, which is another episode I have not thought about in so long. Well, the thing I keep thinking is that's the first episode where we were like, we have to turn this into a musical. I can play <laughs> Gypsy singing on stage. I can't you remember this. Eat your dinner. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> eat my dinner through my tube. I remember. <gasps> wow. I can't believe that solidified in your brain. I don't know why. The How? things I, I don't remember the very first time I did the Breaking New song, but I remember the lyrics to our <laughs> Dee Dee and Gypsy musical. <laughs> Which we still have to get around Which to at some point. Which we still have to get around to writing. <laughs> Jeez, I wonder how, why we haven't done it. Maybe because the world <laughs> fell apart for the last three years and I lost my mind. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. So how would it go in a sitcom? It'd be like, oh, look at that newspaper there. It's got some breaking news. Remember when... Roll clip. <laughs> um, but first, shall we do uh, the news that I consider important and interesting and the headlines that I am telling you are the only ones you need to read for these first couple weeks of 2020? Please do. You keep me current. Du, 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 du. Rosie's current news. <laughs> X-ray, X-ray. <laughs> Read all about it. No, uh, what even was that? Accent. About it. <laughs> was, okay. Pause, 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 pause. pause. That, that was genius in the <laughs> making. That is the artist at work. <gasps> Just imagine if you got to go back and see Picasso painting Guernica. <laughs> That's what just happened. <laughs> that is, I can't, I didn't even, because I haven't, I know, Lindsay and I have talked about what we want, but I haven't heard this. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> where it all started. <laughs> I've got to do this theme song I've come up with. Important news, X-ray, X-ray. <laughs> what Rosie thinks is important news. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so, so are we doing breaking news yes, this shall week? We? we are. Do, 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 breaking news, breaking news. I got the scoop, you see? Get it here. <laughs> Boys, I got the headlines. I was chasing down a scoop and I... Scoopity scoop. People have commented that they really like that voice. They really do, yes. Um, So I'm just going to, like, let it organically develop each week. (laughs) Um, But that's how I imagine everybody talked in the 30s, especially journalists. Mm -hmm. So that was when we first decided to put in breaking news. Because I remember we were telling these stories, but then... We wanted to do like a little bit at the start each week and we're like, we'll just do five minutes of headlines and then Mm. it grew to 10 and then 15 and then 20 and then people were like, I'm not here to hear you talk about yourselves. And so we made it its own show. And we know some of you are like, you need too long, get to the story. (laughs) Which is exactly how I read your messages when you say it. (laughs) So um, (laughs) we're splitting this into two episodes Mm -hmm. so people don't get shitty. Oh, okay, let's let's roll roll more clips. I think the next one I wanted to play you is the first, not the first time, but it when I heard this in situ as a juicener, I was like, oh wow, people really listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> was, oh my god, because Felix was our producer back then. Yeah. Oh, Fifi. Yeah. Oh. And also you were just a I was just a Gisner, and this came from your first Melbourne live show back in 2021. Okay. Mm. Let's first take a poll. <laughs> Is anyone in here one of the people who subscribed, liked, and reviewed the podcast only to put in the comment, <laughs> love it all, hate the breaking news song? <laughs> was that anyone in here? Give a woo. 
Also, I feel like it was probably him. <laughs> See? Okay, None who of in them here? Wait for this. Likes the Breaking News song. <laughs> All right, don't be afraid. Who doesn't? <laughs> she threw you under the bus. All right, this is just for you, my friend. <laughs> and I want everyone to join in. Ready? <gasps> breaking news, a breaking news. I got the scoop of C. X-ray, X-ray, read all about it. A breaking news. It's coming down the wire. Well done. <laughs> Yay! I remember actually being shocked that everybody sang along like that the first time. Yeah. Yeah, I was really shocked. We were both like, <laughs> yeah. We were like, oh. <laughs> Wait, because you could tell I built it up when I said, who are the people who hate it? I mm. thought the room was going to go, ah, and it was silence. And I was like, oh, oh, wait, wait. And that's what started turning me into a monster. Yeah. <laughs> they love it. You like me? It's you your fault, really yes, like Lucy. me? You're responsible. Love it. All right. What a journey. <laughs> what a journey it was. Glorious memories. From just the little seeds of something brilliant to F you all, I'm an artist and I say it's good to now everyone loves it and it's its own show. Beautiful. Beautiful. Next up, Jacob. I want to take you on a little walk, or should I say, roll <laughs> down memory lane. You taking a segue to it? On our segways. <laughs> now, a lot of people want to understand. A lot of people want to understand <laughs> where the segue thing came from. Started. It's an inside joke on the show that, honestly, truly, I even struggle to remember. The journey of this. Oh, I remember. But I've asked Lindsay to put it all together so we can hear how this came about and then what it turned into. Roll clip. <laughs> Jacob just brought some breaking, fresh breaking news. Uh, he's, he's set off again. We started late today because he laughed for five straight minutes to the point where he was tears were streaming down his face. <laughs> Where today it was announced that segways are going to be banned or the company's shutting down or whatever. I don't know, whatever. But Jacob could not stop laughing. He's already got, listen, he's, he's already losing it again. And Fifi and Dino and I were like, what is wrong with you? Are you having a stroke? And he was like, no. When I read that, it reminded me of something that I just think is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Well, no. It's he's sad. having a fit. He's having died, a fit. But, um, but this... Did everybody know? I did not know this. The owner of the Segway company died when he accidentally drove his Segway off a cliff. I think Jacob's hyperventilating. Oh my god. Jacob's lost. He lost it. Breaking news to me. <laughs> I did not know this. Oh my god! It was this um, English man who bought the company, and this is what I think is the craziest part. Um, he bought the company from its US inventor in December 2009, and less than a year later, he plunged into a river while riding a rugged country version of the two-wheel transporter. Um, it's really sad. It's really sad. <laughs> it's really sad. So but also, very humorous. Alanis Morissette would have a field date. Yes. With that. So anyway, I just thought we needed to put that in breaking news because it was breaking news to me. Yes. But also, that is just the best thing to tell a dream party ever. I had no idea that that was a true thing that happened. And if you're anything like me, every couple of years you're going to remember that that <laughs> happened. <laughs> and you're going to give yourself a really good ab workout uh, with the chuckle. I never let you forget it. <laughs> I really thought I'd be desensitised. I really thought so. I think you laughed harder this time than in that original clip. You literally nearly stopped breathing just now. And he's off again. Oh, oh my God. You're, he's crying. Guys, he's crying. Oh. 
Wow. That's where it all began. I remember that morning so well because really? I was staying with my aunt and uncle and, like, we were just sort of sitting around in perfect silence yeah. having our coffee before I then got in the car to come down to record and out of the blue I let loose with just this <laughs> massive <laughs> giggle fit and they had no idea what was wrong with me because I couldn't get the words out. I was laughing so much and it was that I'd stumbled across that headline that just had the word segue in it. <laughs> Genuinely, I, I'm not sure if people understand what it does to you physically, <laughs> hearing the word. It, well, I mean, they do. if you've been a fan for a while, you do because you've heard it. And shall we roll clip of how this progressed? <laughs> oh, no. oh, God, he can't handle it. No, do it, Lindsay, like a Band-Aid. Um, and, I mean, I guess the other major news is like, <laughs> wait, Jacob's lost it. I know how to make this even better. Hey, Jacob. Yeah. Segway. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I think we've got some time. We've got about five minutes till this is over. <laughs> Pull yourself together. All right. And then it said, in 100 characters or less, tell us about Jacob. And so I just said, you have a year-round tan and you... <laughs> You cry, laugh at the word Segway. Yes. <laughs> he decides to go and buy a Segway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> that truly got me. Yeah, I know. I got you so good at every live show. Just talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> he made me promise not to mention that word. <laughs> all right, all right. We're on stage. This is live. Go, 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 go. No, he didn't buy a Segway. <laughs> but there is one more. Still losing it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ruin your makeup. <laughs> go, go, go. Okay. You see how it's actually real? He's never putting it on. Yes. He cannot handle it. Okay. Ariana releases her new album, which includes a song titled Pete on a Segway. <laughs> <laughs> and Dr. Lily, who was pretty radical to begin with, and at this point had started just taking a lot of LSD and riding around on a Segway all day. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, Richard had spent some time as a salesman for a Segway company. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> there's this other scene where he just comes barreling towards her on a Segway and she <laughs> That was Theodore X, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Do you know how hard it got to the find the right place? Time. <gasps> oh, you got me, girl. You got me. Don't you know that there are people who are here who don't listen to the show just feel like we're talking in another language? <laughs> <laughs> okay, pull it together. <laughs> Every fucking time. Every time. <laughs> I get him every time. I get him every time. <sighs> well, that's what's good about this what clip show. We're, we're, like, deciphering the language for you. Now you're all in on the joke. You brought up to speed. Do you know how I literally did sometimes spend more time figuring out where to put Segway in the story than I would writing the story? <laughs> it had to be the perfect place. And every time it had to be... Completely unexpected. Oh, yeah. 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 And I had to be like me falling off a cliff. Uh-huh, yeah. Unexpectedly. Amazing. <laughs> Love it. Ah, oh, segue. Another little saying, uh, catchphrase, if you will, mm. that developed over time is uh, one of my faves and... It's also one of the Gistner's faves. I probably get sent more, like, uh, illustrations, like, cute little merch ideas with this catchphrase fan than art. any other. Fan art, yes. Mm. Gistner art. Gistner art. Oh. Gistner art. There we go. Um, we've had a lot of catchphrases kind of develop over time, but this one always seems to be one of the most popular. Um, shall we take a little walk down memory lane? To explain why, mm. 
Just the Gistners are obsessed with the saying, I can do the Adele interview. <laughs> okay, the only thing I want to talk about, I've got a few things on my list, mm-hmm. but Matt Doran and this Adele interview. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, all I know is one Instagram post about this. So what Instagram post Explain it to see? me. I don't know who put it up there, but what I know is that Channel 7 were not allowed to air an exclusive interview they had with Adele because at the end of the interview, she'd found out that the interviewer hadn't even listened to her album. And so her record label said, we will hold on to that footage. Thank you. You will not be airing it. Yeah. So this is just the biggest example of... Why are men of... <laughs> oh, there's another one. ...saying the meritocracy is a real thing of entitled straight white dudes always thinking they are overqualified to do mm. things that they are extremely underqualified to do. Mm. This guy, Matt Doran, is, uh, has been the crime reporter at Channel 7 for a long time. He also mm. hosts or fills in as a host on Weekend Sunrise. Um, and Channel 7 paid... One million dollars. Good about that. To get the exclusive rights to the only Australian interview that Adele would do. There was a bidding war between all the networks. Channel Seven paid a million dollars, so they got the rights to send a reporter over to interview her one on one, and they got the rights to like, you know, show the concert and the Oprah interview or whatever. Like they paid a million dollars, and he flies over there interviews her, mm-hmm. and I don't know what he must have asked or how terrible the interview was, but it was so bad that at the end she said, have you actually listened to the album? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm <laughs> dying to know what he asked, that it was obvious he hadn't listened, and mm-hmm. he said, no, I haven't. And then, like, apparently... I, the, everyone said, oh, she stormed off. I doubt it. I think probably her publicity people were just like, F you. Like, we mm. paid a lot of money mm. to fly you out here. And, like, they fly them out on business class and they put them up in a nice hotel. And, mm. you know, like, it's all, it's a, and then he hadn't even bothered to listen. <laughs> Was a big story. And look, look, I will say that there, there was backlash and then he came out and said that mentally he was struggling with the backlash. Mm. And so then everybody said, well, back off him a bit because he said that the backlash is quite hard. And and we did, like, you know, yeah, but also like it's a deserved backlash. <laughs> but like, look, he also, to be fair, said that like it had been sent in an email link and he got the email, but he didn't see the link. So mm. it wasn't that he didn't bother. It's that it was an accident. It was a miscommunication, whatever, whatever, whatever. And so we kind of backed off when they said, oh, he's really struggling mentally with this, all this backlash about how he effed up this interview. We backed off joking about it, but then he got to a better place with it. Matt Doran's actually been kind of a ledge about it. He jokes about it now. He got married not long after this and everybody at his wedding had like printouts of Adele's face on a stick <laughs> that they all like had as, ma- you know, masks and stuff. Like, That's cute. Like he's, he's come to be very funny about it. So yeah, when I saw it. that he was being funny about it, I was like, oh, okay, it's fine to joke about it again. Mm. And so it kind of then became our like catchphrase that we use to explain when someone overzealously approaches a task without maybe having um, prepared as diligently as uh, they could have. More confidence than capability. Sure, Mm. yes. Although he says it was an accident, but whatever, that's fine. It's just, it's become its own thing now. Yes. And Matt Doran's a good sport about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's moved beyond Maddie. It has moved beyond me. I forgot, to be honest, I only just remembered his name when I heard that clip. (laughs) (laughs) Like, truly, I don't even think people associate it with him anymore specifically. Mm. But, um, yeah, and then it just, on our show, evolved. Took on a life of its own. Like an underqualified man going into an Adele interview. And he was like, I can swim by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can do the Adele interview. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> okay. I could be a spy. Yeah. I could do the Adele interview. <laughs> I can do the Adele interview. I can MC the show. No, you can't, Paul. Get a professional. They just need one woman there to go, 
You guys can't do the Adele interview. I can do the Adele right. interview. <laughs> no, you can't, Santiago. I'm not going to get caught up in like, oh my god, how do I interview a person? I think I can do the Adele interview. I was so stressed about it. Um, we came off stage and it had like gone quite well. I mm. feel like everyone was like, that was amazing, blah, blah, blah. Jeanette had to go. There was um, uh, some thing she had to go do for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. And she wanted me to come meet her in her dressing room. So I was just sort of sitting backstage waiting for that five minutes. And a crew member from backstage, I'm so sorry, I don't remember her name or what she was doing, but she was like important backstage. And she came up to me and she goes, that was just so great. Like you were really listening and it was so well researched. And like, I felt like, you know, you know, you had good questions, but you were also actually listening when she was talking. Like she was just like being really complimentary. And she Mm -hmm. goes, I just, there are some interviews where you can tell people have put in no effort. And then she goes, I swear to God, I mean, did you hear about that guy, the Australian guy, who went to interview Adele and he had about her new album and he hadn't even listened to her album? Did you hear about that? And I just was like, yes, yes, I have heard about that. And she goes, you basically just did the opposite of that. And I nearly started crying and I just said to her, you don't understand how much that means like means to me. I, I it's very hard for me to explain to you how much that specific thing you just said. <laughs> Imagine it's trying to really give it the context. for me. You couldn't. <laughs> and I couldn't believe I was like <gasps> someone came up to me and said you just for the first time I've ever done a big proper interview. I was petrified and someone came and wasn't I for the two weeks going I just want to do the Adele interview. Mm. I want to do the Adele interview. Mm. I'm going to do it well and she came up to me and said you literally just did the opposite of the Adele interview. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Truly, yeah, there's no way to... Ex- I hope she listens to this so she does understand the context of why what she said to me was so meaningful. It'll close the loop for her. <laughs> Amazing. What a journey. Indeed. What a journey. Ah, oh, okay. Speaking of... <laughs> <laughs> incompetence. Nice segue there. Thank you. Ah, speaking of incompetence and penises, mm-hmm. there's another catchphrase that um, oofed, may have lost us a few fans, actually. Mm. This is what, oh, you know, while I've got the Just The Gist email open here, this is one that I kept from the Just The Gist email <laughs> from 2021. Um. Someone getting mad. Love the podcast, blah, blah, blah. I do have a little feedback for you, though. Rosie, I love you and have enjoyed your book so much, but it's getting super annoying how you keep promoting your anti-straight white male narrative. I actually stopped listening to your latest episode as your groaning and sniping that all men are like this became intolerable. We don't need you to do this every time a man does something bad in one of the stories. We get it. Do you, though? Evil, horrendous people have existed since humans started walking the earth. And yes, they are predominantly men. (laughs) But just being a man doesn't make you evil and it's really quite offensive to the male listeners. We, as customers, don't want to be lectured on this when we're looking for light entertainment. And I responded... Can't stop, won't stop. Love, Rosie. Certified man-hater since 1986. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I think you probably have guessed that this next little clip package is a collection of one of our favourite JTG catchphrases, Why Are Men? (laughs) And this one's dedicated to you, author of the email I just read out. Like, what is going on there? Why are men? Oh, this is just another why are men. No, men, why are men? Oh, my goodness. I just can't even. Why are men? Ew, what a Um, disgusting pervert. Oh, why are men? Why Mm -hmm. are men? Oh, why are men? I mean, the terrible ones. (gasps) You know what I'm going to say? Why (laughs) are men? tell you the story about the nurse this week who oh I had the okay this is a part of the abortion story guys quick side, sidebar sidebar 
I had to go get a blood test this week and I was waiting like 40 minutes at the place and like they were obviously like just really, really busy. And by the time I got in there, the nurse was so apologetic. She's like, I'm so sorry. No memory of this. Run off our feet. And she said to me, honestly, I've had three fainters this morning. And I went, really? She goes, yes. And she looked at me and she goes, it's always men. And I went, what do you mean? She goes, it's always men. She said, they look faint. They look white. They look like they are scared scared of the needle. And you say, are you going to be okay? Do you have a problem with needles? And they say, no, no, no. And then you take their blood and afterwards you say, you look faint. Are you sure you're okay? And they say, yes, I'm fine. And then they stand up and they hit the floor. And she goes, it's always men. It happened three times this morning. She goes, it's never women. You say to women, like, are you feeling okay? And they go, actually, no, I'm really not. And I get them some juice and I, you know, prevention is better because once you've fainted, I have to then spend 40 minutes with you, like taking care of you and blah, 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 blah. Babysitting you. Babysitting them. And she she just goes to me, honestly, why are men like that? And I just went, why are men? And she just went, ah! (laughs) (laughs) It was the best thing she'd ever heard. She could not stop laughing. She was screaming. She's like, why are men? Yes! Exactly. End of <laughs> sentence. Oh, I love it, doll. I love it. <laughs> so that was amazing. Anyway. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot that. Of course. That. Of course. Just admit, toxic masculinity prevents yeah. them from admitting that they're scared of needles. I know. Such Just say you don't like silly it. Silly bravado. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Back to my abortion. <laughs> oh, was that episode? Oh. And can I just say, with the mention of toxic masculinity here, like uh, when I say why, I, this person who sent that email, I laugh at it because I'm like, lol, you don't get it. I am talking about behaviour that like toxic masculinity, you know, really messed up gender norms that force men to have like too much bravado, to feign too much confidence, all those kinds of things. I'm talking about the behaviour that men often think they're forced to have, like forced to portray because of pressures like that from what essentially all boils down to toxic masculinity. Mm. Truly, when I say why are men, it's because, you know, the world is unfair for them and it sucks and I'm sorry. Also, some men just suck. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying. They're preposterous creatures. Exactly. Yes, a Come lot of on. it is laughing at them. Everybody knows what I'm talking about when I say why are men. Just like everybody knows when you call someone a Karen, you're not talking about every person on the earth who was born with the name Karen. Mm. Like it's, come on, have some perspective, people. Come on. Oh, funny times. <laughs> I have to say, so far, I'm feeling pretty good because we've avoided what I expected, which was a montage of all your burps. Oh, I'm going to add that in. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> you see me like... <laughs> the glance between Lindsay and Rosie just then. Co-conspirators. Also, oh. the amount of gisners who in their voice memos burped. Oh, oh, mm. I've started a movement. I've started a movement. This is all your fault. Um, okay. <laughs> Funny times. See me trying to do a clip show. Up next, another one of our favourites. People love it when I say this one. But what if she gets her oh, period? Yeah. Mm. Do you, you this one. Least favourite. Why? <laughs> I thought you found this one funny. Mm. Play clip. <laughs> no surprise here. It's a lot easier to fight a sword fight if you're wearing a shirt and pants than it is in a big hoop skirt and corset. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but what if she gets her period? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to how much you laughed. Uh, Julie Dovigny. Um, trying to rewrite to history. That's just like my thing. Whenever like a lady does something that people think she shouldn't be able to do, it's because when you break it down at the end of the day, what they're thinking is, but what if she gets her period? And then when periods end, they're like, 
But what if menopause makes her crazy? So you literally can never win. Husbands would go to Dr. Freeman and say, but what if she gets her period? And Dr. Freeman would say, oh, well, we'll just stick an ice pick in her eye socket, cut up her brain until she's not annoying anymore. Problem solved. I mean, probably all a man had to do to get a woman in there was say, but what if she gets her period? And the doctors would be like, oh, my God, we don't want you to have to deal with that. Send her to... Crazy Island. <laughs> so I heard yesterday, because it's been going around on TikTok, um, and I'm I'm in there in the TikTok with the kids. Mm. <laughs> I'm ticking and tocking. <laughs> when Sally Ride was the first American astronaut to go into space, mm. back in the 80s, I think, she went into space, she was scheduled to go into space for a week. Mm. And the men at NASA preparing for the first woman to go into space were so dumbfounded and confounded and confused by periods. First of all, they were like, but what if she gets her period? Like, literally, they were like, what if she gets it while she's up there? Didn't bother to ask her if it was that time of month. I think Crash they just the thought rocket. it could come at any time. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so they said, they came to her and they said, okay, we have sent a package for one week that you're in space with 100 tampons. <laughs> Is that the right number? And she said to them, no, that's not the right number. And they said, do you need more? And she said, no. No woman in history has needed 100 tampons for a single period unless she's dying. <laughs> <laughs> and then from that story came that song that everybody knows. 100 tampons. Well, NASA sent a woman into space and there's 100 tampons. I love that song. So good. <laughs> I'm bringing that back. I haven't said that one in a while. And did you notice it evolved in nasality? Yes, that's when you lost me. Got yeah. more and more nanny mm. as it went on. Oh, I'm bringing that. I haven't said that in a while. That's coming back. Take it back to the OG, though. But what if she oh, gets okay. her period? Uh. It's coming back. Oh, I'm glad we're doing this because it's it's reminding me of my brilliance. <laughs> Things we can revisit. Okay, here's another fun one. It's a newer one, but still worth mentioning because it is a bit of a fave. Um <laughs> Okay, Jacob, when you accidentally say things a little wrong, bloopers, this is exclamation pork. Roll clip. (laughs) Almost all of the titles had an exclamation point in them and they were (laughs) things like monster from the ocean floor, exclamation pork. (laughs) (laughs) Exclamation Exclamation pork. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a, um, like a, a weird, like, sex move. <laughs> Exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing at Mardi Gras? <laughs> <laughs> Holy exclamation pork, Rosie. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, I'm going to say that next time I'm in bed with Caleb. <gasps> exclamation pork. <laughs> Uh, one day I think we're going to end oh, up making yeah. merchandise with that on it. I think that's my new catchphrase. We are. Yeah. My life has always been very speculated, dot, 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 <laughs> watched, dot, 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 and judged really my whole life, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, point, mark? Pork. Yes. Pork. <laughs> what a missed comedy opportunity. <laughs> Yeah. I love that you've waited till the end of the episode to drop that. Yeah. <laughs> Gender dynamics. Yeah. Uh, Why back. are men? Um, what are some other catchphrases we have? Uh, exclamation pork. Exclamation pork. <laughs> Gender dynamics. Yeah, that's been a while. That's one I haven't used in a while either. Blast from the past. Got to bring that one back. Yeah. Do we have a clip of that? We don't. Ah. Three hundred there. 300 there. We'll do a clip of that. <laughs> Lindsay's like, what do you want from me? I just ran a half marathon. <laughs> Get off my back. Okay. And this is the last one, yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this is a little present just for you because I know how much you love <laughs> when I say, speaking of. Oh, yay. Speaking of, roll clip. <laughs> Speaking of disastrous leaders, shall we talk about the Romanovs? Speaking of us being an award-winning podcast, (laughs) speaking of 
parts that should be silent. Mm. <laughs> oh, so speaking of mediocre men, speaking of your expertise, <laughs> I got this message. I must know, aside from being an actual podcast icon, what is Jacob's real-life big boy job? Speaking of grog. <laughs> speaking of old people getting venereal diseases, here's a fun one. Speaking of shooting for the stars and only hitting, you know, the top deck of your carport. Speaking of um, being in quarantine naked with Caleb. Speaking of things that terrify you and keep you awake at night. I, I don't quite know how to segue into this, but Glenn Maxwell. Oh. <laughs> Pure joy every time. Speaking of Glenn Maxwell. All right. Speaking of just rampant incompetence and hilarity. Mm. Jeff Bezos, speaking of weird ages. Mm. Don't you love my segues? I'm like, speaking of pop royalty, <laughs> speaking of weird ages. In a shocking speaking, turn of events. In a shocking turn of events. <laughs> in a heartwarming turn of events. Um, Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> I have a problem. Oh, God, I have a problem. But you know what? I only ever say it in the context of just the... I just... I do not say it in my everyday life. Mm. I don't say speaking of anywhere except in front of a microphone facing you. Why? I don't know, but I love it. Please don't stop. And, Lindsay, thank you so much. That I requested so that and that was... <laughs> the randomest thing. Speaking of old people with venereal diseases... <laughs> Speaking of grog, (laughs) (laughs) that was just the most Jacob thing ever. So glad you put that in, Lindsay. (laughs) (laughs) I could just listen to an hour of that. Oh, my God. There would be as well. The amount that I say it, truly, there would be so... I'm going to start doing funny ones again, actually, because I used to do funny ones. I used to be young. (laughs) Remember when this show started and we were young? We were still in our, like... Early-ish 30s. Mm. Well, yeah, we could say early 30s. Yeah. Four years ago we were early 30s. We were. We were. I mean, mid-20s. We were. Four, four years ago four, we were, we were tw- 20s. Okay. We were pre-middle age. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sunrise, <laughs> sunset. Middle age. All right, speaking of... <laughs> that was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. That truly was. That's I shocked myself. <laughs> I just shocked myself because, like, I hadn't. It's just like a crutch weird tick that I have now, isn't it? Oh my god, I can't help it. What has it done to me? Oh, that was gold. Speaking of hurtling towards death at a faster rate than either of us are comfortable with. Uh-huh. Here's a lovely little journey through just the gist from then to now. All right, Jacob, go. Hello, all you Just The Gistners, and welcome to another episode of Just The Gist. Did you just say Just The Gistners? I think we'd be stupid not to call them our Gistners, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> That's so good. You sent me a request this yes. time, which you rarely do. You want to know about coronavirus. Yes, but I don't have the time or enough interest <laughs> to actually research. <laughs> yes. And, of course, it's getting more and more and more media coverage. It's just snowballing. And my question is... What are they trying to distract us from? Hey, all you cool cats and kittens who are ah. listeners. It's Carol Baskin from Big Cat Rescue. We've been nominated for an Australian Podcast Award. What? So we have been nominated for the 2020 Australian Podcast Awards Award for Best Entertainment Podcast. Ah. The judges said this gold award winner is it made them sound really smart at dinner party. <laughs> 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 Sorry, shut up. This wow. is just the gist of Elizabeth Holmes. Belle Gibson. Yes. Was she on a dating show? No. Okay. Okay. Okay, so this is a breaking news story about a penis transplant. Oh? 
So this is just the gist on the fake heiress Anna Delvey. I thought was cremated in a memorial service, and um, yeah, it was very sad. Rest in pieces. Rest in pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, here's just the gist. I'm dating a very handsome young man called Caleb. And the second he walks outside, he goes, excuse me, Rosie, Rosie, did you notice this? Did you notice this? Why didn't you tell me about this? And I said, tell me about what? He goes, come and look at this plant box. I said, I'm not getting up to look at a plant box. He's like, come and look at the plant box right now. And I go, I'm like, what? And he's like, clearly there's two petunias missing. And I was like, oh, two petunias. So Someone's vandalised the petunias. Someone's vandalised the petunias. If you are walking past and you see that collar, please steal it. Please steal it. If you're the person who took the petunias, I'm, I'm begging you now, come and take this ugly, fake ancient Rome column off my hands. And there was this um, a print of a sketch of turkeys... And that was the only thing going at that point. And so I just went, we want the turkeys. <laughs> and she went, what? I said, we want the turkeys. In lieu of flowers, send Brenda more life. So I'm not sure we're handing obituary duty over to the bots. Just yet. Wasn't that a blissful walk down memory lane? <laughs> Quite the stroll. Quite the stroll. That was lovely. What a gorgeous way to reminisce. Thanks for putting that together, Lindsay. And remember when you thought COVID was a hoax? <laughs> Shush. <laughs> Let's point that out one more time. We're going to live that down. Coming up next, listeners. We are hearing from you. (laughs) We put the call out asking for messages from our listener-justeners far and wide. And you came back with some brilliant stuff about what you love about the show, about how much you hate when I sing, and about other stuff. So... Here now, in our 200th episode special, we are hearing from the Gisners themselves. <laughs> that was a good one. <clears throat> Ding f- dong, here I am, Miss Sajos. Hello to my besties at Just the Gist. And to celebrate you guys in your 200th episode, I just have one word. Segway. Rosie and David, I mean Jacob, Happy 200th episode, a song for you. Oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. Happy 200th episode from Gillian and Holly. We love your podcast. Two of us love the breaking news song and one One of us us hates it. She skips it every time. But happy 200. (laughs) Bye. Breaking news! Breaking news! Breaking news! Breaking news! I got a scoop of sea. The scoop sea? A glass scoop grab. Extra, extra. Oh, read all about it. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra, extra, extra. Breaking news! Breaking news! It's coming down the wire. 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 Breaking news. I love the breaking news. I can't get enough of it. I love it. Just love it. Thanks, guys. My favourite episode ever is Trash Man. I feel like one of the episodes that weirdly comes up the most in conversation is the Bone Wars episode. Let me tell you, it was extremely difficult to come up with a favourite episode because there's so many. 
but I went with the episode about Dolly Parton. The episode with the art wars between those two big artists, that was like super duper petty. Hi, Rosie, Jacob and Lindsay. My name is Ethan and I'm 13 years old. My favourite Just A Gist episode ever would have to be Stuart Semple versus Anish Kapoor. It made my entire family laugh and I loved it. Uh, by exclamation pork. Lorena Bobbitt and the Dick Sitch and the Lycol family. got to say, hard to pick a favourite episode, but it's got to be Baby Jessica. My favourite episode is the Titanic one. Love them all, but the Sherry Papini and Biosphere 2 eps are on high rotation. So I told the story of the 1989 Academy Awards at a dinner party. It was a bit of a fail, but we actually spent the rest of the night looking up footage on YouTube. So everyone had a great time, and a few people have told the same story ever since. Episode 122, the hillbilly heist and the woman who fell in love with a dolphin genuinely Sounds like you guys had a party happening on that stage. One of my most memorable Just the Gist episodes has to be what the actual plot of Cats the Musical is. Uh, one of my favourite episodes would have to be the Romanov family. My favourite show was Melbourne Live Show back in 2021. I really love when Rosie says, but what if she got her which she hasn't said in a while, so I'm hoping that you will bring that back. A real just the gist slash life highlight for me was the cameo from Carol Baskin. Just the screams of you guys listening to that was so funny. I need to tell you about my reaction when I listened to the episode about the pilot who was sucked out of an airplane mid-flight. I put you in my earbuds at work that day because I usually just did that when I was doing like cleaning tasks around the store. And the moment that Jacob said that Tim was still alive, I dropped my spray bottle and I went, oh my God. And there were people in the store who I hadn't realised they were in there because I was listening to a podcast. And they're like, what are you listening to? So I told them. But oh my God, that was quite a day. What an episode. Hey, Rosie and Jacob. Oh, you just know Rachel here. I've been just named from the start. Even got my best friend onto the pod. Now she's a jester as well. And we've been to two live shows. A huge highlight was turning up early to the Melbourne show. When Jacob stopped and had a chat with us and Rosie gave us a wave. We love you guys. Keep up the amazing work. My favourite place to listen to the podcast had to be when I was in labour. So, can Rosie and Jacob take credit for bringing babies into the world? Yes, I think you can. I listen to it in the car after I've dropped my kids off at school and when I go back to get them again, it's my favourite time of day. I now find your dulcet tones so comforting that I use the episodes to fall asleep. I'm 31 and single and probably will stay this way forever if this nightly ritual doesn't change, but it's worth it first started listening to the pod around the time when me and my husband were on our honeymoon last year and we were camper vanning around WA and we just got hooked and listened to so many episodes and then we got back from the camper van trip it was like I just wanted to keep listening but we had this new like rule that we could could only listen to it together but then Rosie stopped being on the show which was kind of good because then we had a new rule that we could listen to non-Rosie episodes alone but the Rosie episodes were special so we could only listen to Rosie episodes together um so welcome back Rosie I do weekly trivia and I am now being accused of cheating (laughs) by my fellow trivia members as I seem to just know lots of random facts I listen when I manage to escape my kids on a walk and I genuinely bring up the stories at every dinner party. I keep a list going and I have exciting things to talk about thanks to you guys. I'm listening to you guys as a source of motivation to do all my chores. So I'm usually either cleaning or hanging the laundry or doing something I really dislike. And you guys are my little treat for doing something I don't want to be doing. I don't think you understand that my house would not be clean if it wasn't for just the gist. 
This is my little personal thank you, though, to Jacob. You got me through my first year of parenting. Your voice acted as an ASMR for my little boy. I would just chuck him in the car, go get a coffee, and your dulcet tones just seemed to put him to sleep every single time. So for a good year, I pretty much listened to you guys on repeat. I love you so much and thank you so much. Your show got me through a really tough time through COVID. Like everyone else, um, I would wait and wait and wait for that episode to be released on the Fridays and it would just make me so happy and it would make... um, it would just make my week. Hey guys, um, just wanted to say a quick little thank you. Um, a podcast has honestly been bloody amazing for me. I was doing work in the outback in Australia and I had no reception and all I could do was download um, your podcast and I listened to every single one of them within two months um, of doing this work in the outback and honestly, I think that's the only thing that saved me. During lockdown, it was listening to your episodes was like having a f- my mates over and having a bit of a chin wag on some random stuff that made us laugh and learn a lot more. One of the things I love most about Just The Gist is Rosie and Jacob's ability to talk so openly about mental health and especially Rosie's mental health. I literally have on my phone as a note, a brain that is telling you to hurt yourself is not a well brain after Rosie's comeback episode talking about her own mental health and her struggles. And that resonated with me so much. I was on a walk, bawling my eyes out, and it really just hit a chord. And thank you so much, guys, for having those conversations and being willing to talk about your own mental health because I think it opens up so much for so many people. And as I said, that one's on my phone, and I look at it daily, and it really, really helps. I've never felt so um, at home and at peace with these two strangers and Lindsay too, so three. You two are, I've been listening to you for two years now, um, every week, and I listen to episodes on reruns, um, and I just feel the parasocial relationship is real. I feel um, feel very safe in my mama and papa's arms when listening to you guys. So, um, yeah, I thought I was going to say something funny, but... I just wanted to say that I love you and you've been a great support through tough times and, um, yeah, lots of love. And I also, Rosie, just wanted to tell you how grateful I am that you discuss comorbidities and mental health. As someone who has a rather lengthy list of issues, it is really nice knowing other people also have a nice laundry list of issues and also take medications and go into inpatient care. I super appreciate it. Also, Jacob, you're fabulous. All right, love you guys. Bye. Hi, Rosie and Jacob. This is Madge Powers. I'm your Gistner from Madison, Wisconsin. I live three hours north of Sue the Dinosaur and that big shiny bean. Thank you so much for your podcast. It really got me through COVID. I listen to it at the dog park when I walk the dog every day and in the car. I was an essential worker and it was pretty lonely most days. So... Your podcast was super helpful. Thank you so much. Keep up the good work. And I can do the Adele interview. Congratulations on your 200th episode. And I guess a special thank you for your QAnon episode because listening to that revealed to me that my father may or may not be a member of that fun little cult. Um, So I sent it on to my brother who promptly told me that maybe we should get the rest of the family involved and try and sort this out. Um, So thanks for that. Um, and congratulations. One thing that pops into my head all the time is um, your granddad's hemorrhoids. Whenever I have a sore bum or I sit on something cold, I think about um, him from the Amelia Earhart episode. And yeah, I just think about um, hemorrhoids and if I'm going to get them. And um, I guess that's quite ironic given your recent bumhole issues. My favourite Just the memory is a bit random. It's a story Rosie told about when Rhiannon realised she had a bit of a potty mouth when she was driving. Um, she was trying to get round a cyclist and was getting quite frustrated. Finally got round him to have Muhammad roll down the window and scream out to the cyclist, get a real bike, you effing gronk. I died laughing at that. And now whenever I get frustrated trying to get past a cyclist on the road, my overwhelming instinct when I overtake them is to roll down the window and scream at them, get a real bike, you effing gronk. I have to say, what I love most about Just the Gist 
besides Jacob and Rosie, obviously, is just how smart it makes me seem. I love just dropping random factoids at people and just being like, oh yeah, didn't you know? Did you not know? Thank you, Rosie, for all the recommendations. I always follow them up and they are always excellent. Love you guys. Rosie, you saved me because I just had my first baby last year and I was binging the podcast while pregnant. And your whole take on C-sections and how, why are we going through pain and why wouldn't we just do a C-section and get pain relief saved me so much because I ended up having to have an emergency C. And instead of freaking out, I had your voice in my head and I went, no. It's fine, you know, why would I risk it and why, you know, why would I go against modern medicine? And when you're emotional, let me tell you, and um, hopped up on pregnancy hormones, you need a little bit of reason and that was you for me. So, bye guys, love you all. I have one of those dads that is a walking encyclopedia and knows absolutely everything. And usually when I tell him a fun fact or a story, not only will he already know it, he will turn it around and then start teaching me about it. But finally, with your podcast and the episodes and the topic of the episodes, there's stories that are so niche and so random and so peculiar that finally I can tell him a story and he doesn't know about it. So thank you so much. Keep doing what you're doing. One thing I particularly love about it is how ahead of certain trends we are as a result, as listeners. So Anna Delvey and Elizabeth Holmes, I knew about them before they were big in the popular culture, which I never usually am ahead of anything. So thank you so much and thank you for all your positivity and just for cheering us up every week. I am a high school teacher and I have to say I have used many of your episodes as the inspiration for lessons for my children. I've been a long time fan, but I've recently converted my partner um, who was actually a big fan of Elon Musk. And after listening to Rosie, he has been swayed. So Rosie, you have some very talented skills there. And um, yeah, you're making the world a better place. Both of you, all of you. Thanks so much, guys. Congratulations. Why are men? So that was just a little journey of fun moments we've had since we started. Um, But Ajisna has put it together better than anyone could have possibly done, including Lindsay or I. Yeah. So we had a Jisna message through saying, I've just had an edible and written a rap about the show. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, where do I send this? And I just said, email right now. And she was already like, I might regret this. And I said, send it immediately. <laughs> like, don't think, just d- do. Don't think, send, send, send. So she sends it through. I listened. It was amazing. I messaged her the next morning and I was like, that's the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And she she was regretting it already. She's like, I can't believe I did that. And I was like, no, it's art. It's perfection. It is just the gist's version of Marnie Michaels from Girls singing Kanye West Stronger. <laughs> like, it, like, but in just the most perfect way. But also what is great about it is she's actually given a really great effing rundown of yeah. just our show and our history and all our stuff. So... <laughs> We're not going to say her name because she admitted she had an edible and I took a screenshot of that conversation and shared it because it was really funny, like blocking her out, of course. But here is our Jisna, whom we love, who has done a very, very white girl rap for us, detailing <laughs> our the history of just the gist. Here we go. This is... Uh... Just a little rap I wrote about my favourite podcast. Just the gist. Astro Batchy knows heaps about the world. Hang on, what happened to that other host girl? Shirley Temple, Stuart Semple, Brittany, Lindy, Monica Lewinsky, the cave spelunking that didn't end well. He was um, actually crushed to death upside down. He suffocated, choked on his own blood. I mean, let's not dwell. Bunch of fucked up shit, like the ice pick lobotomy, the execution of the Romanov family, Jean Bernay, crop circles in the hay, Mel Caddick's foot was quite the ruse. 
baby Jessica with heaps of news crews. <laughs> that was the uh, break for Rosie's mental health. <laughs> Other listener hosts, they're on standby. Abby Chatfield, she's a Gemini. Forest Fen, leaving an epistula. Rosanna Waterland, anal fistula. Bernie Madoff. <laughs> Putting on the schmooze, b b b b b breaking news. We love it. Keep talking about nonsense. Take it away, my dulcet tone, Adonis. Yeah. <laughs> It's probably <gasps> more spoken word beat poetry than yeah, it yeah, is yeah. rap. Mm. <laughs> she tried and it was clever and it all rhymed in weird ways where she mixed up the syllables, but I loved it. <laughs> mwah. Mwah, 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 mwah. Genius. Chef's kiss. And that, Gisners, was our 200th episode special. But all good things must come to an end. And here we find ourselves wrapping the episode up. Yeah, that sounded like the whole show was ending forever. Yeah, no. No, no, we're still we'll going. We'll be back next week. Keep listening, please. Um, but that is the end of the 200th Just the Gist episode Walk Down Memory Lane clip special. Spectacular. Spectacular. Thank you so much for joining us on this special show. And now to take us to commercial break is the theme music. It's been a memory walking down memory lane. It's a clip show. We did a clip show. We did a clip show. Oh, hey, guess what? I tried to disturb her. 